Your life experience, good or bad, is a gift when you share it with others. At Taxi Chronicles, we allow real riders with real stories to share their gift. So hopefully this episode will intrigue, enhance or inspire you. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another lovely rider. Today we have our lovely Lily in the house and she has her own branded company. She looks very stylish in her what's that, leopard skin shoes and her nice ninja black outfit with the mask to match. And she's going to a uh, function today and she's just going to tell us about her business, her fashion company and her experience of traveling and how she got started on what motivates her and on what she has learned. So nice to have you here today, Lily. Hiya, thank you. Um, you know what, actually, I've always been told I have a voice for radio, so here you go. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you can, make, you can make up your mind. Um, so the first question is, yeah. what kind of person were you when you were in school? Oh, gosh. Um... It's kind of hard to look at, like for you to sort of almost judge yourself, isn't it? Um, Were you introvert? Um, I guess somewhere in between, somewhere where I still stand, I would say. Like neither the loudest in the room, but also definitely not very introverted. That's definitely not who I am. Um, so yeah, so, bit, bit of both. Yeah, that's me. When did me. you first realise fashion was for you? Um, yeah, unfortunately, I don't have one of these like amazing stories. Like, yeah, my, you know, I would wear my mum's clothes, and then my mum taught me to sew. No, I it was actually pretty standard from school. I was in actually it sort of started. When I was in year eight. We everyone had to make a cushion, and I and I made a really fucking good cushion. Oh, sorry, I don't know if I swear. And um, and I was like, oh, I can. And I'd never used a sewing machine. I was like, oh, here you go. I can this is something and then I took it on from GCSE to A-level to, to uni and it was just natural progression. So all your, your whole route of education was in the fashion sewing industry? Uh, yeah, 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 I went to fashion uni. Yeah, yeah in uh, in London. So that's really your calling. What's a typical day like for you in, as a person with your own fashion company? Um, so... It's still really small. Otherwise, I've had it for a few years. Um, COVID hit it hard. I moved from Berlin to London in the past year. So um, it is really small. So I do pretty much everything. Um, uh, and because at the minute I can handle that before it um, hopefully expands. Um, so yeah, it just depends what, what the order of the day is. So yeah, whether it's an order, whether it's just finished my website, um, uh, whether it's organized like trying to do like you know the marketing side of stuff admin mm-hmm. like yeah literally everything so prior to you starting your company excuse me what bit what you was in the fashion industry um yes sort of so i did a little bit of freelance before i started my business post uni so came out of uni and actually got like a a crazy job for uh, working on a line for a celeb. Not gonna, not gonna say. Um, and um, then uh, I had moved to Berlin that time. But then I decided I love Berlin for 
social partying reasons and uh, decided to start, start my label there. Okay, yeah. that's good. What would you say that you, you've learnt that you wish you knew when you started in this industry? Um, that it doesn't pay well. <laughs> um, and it takes a while to. Um, that it's not easy. Not an easy industry. Um, but then today, I think a lot of people can't say they love what they do, so still do, regardless. So you'd you definitely do it all again. You wouldn't change anything. Uh, I mean, would I have picked it now? Looking back, maybe a job that was like gonna definitely pay the bills a bit better, maybe. But uh, no, no, I'd still think heart over over, you know, money. So. Where can people find you online? Um, so, I mean, the standard, what well, good one for everyone is Instagram. Of course, I'm on there. Um, and as I said, I just finished my website. Um, so there is best because then a lot of my stuff is basically um, custom. So it's upcycling um, suits. So you now can go on there you can pick the design and then you can um we can basically talk and we can look at what um you can customize from color to to different bits to what you want um of course we can do something completely different um because it's so at the minute so it's still small and bespoke um it can really be really custom uh, also like for instance i've just done a, a corset made out of like vintage ties so you can pick the types that you want what pattern what color and then i can make a corset um so yeah the website allows you to be a bit more customizable um so yeah i definitely head there it is called Lil Lapel, so the the URL is L I L dash L A P E L dot store. Okay. And what, obviously, the first part is your name. Yes. So what gave you the idea for the second part? <laughs> so uh, uh, Lil, yeah, my name uh, Lapel is the the pointy bit on a blazer. Um, if you didn't already know, which I'm aware, because after I after I named my brand didn't realise they asked someone you know someone in the smoking area asked me oh what's a lapel and I was like surely everyone knows what a lapel is but apparently not um, yeah it's that I thought it wasn't that, that you know a fashion term but uh, I guess it is and not everyone knows but yeah it's that point a bit because I it's uh, yeah suits blazers when working for clients whether they're famous or just everyday people what, what would be your advice to a younger person coming up um, what, what do you mean, whether it's... Yeah, whether it's a famous person or a younger person, um, or an everyday person, sorry. Yeah. What would be your advice in how to communicate, handle them? Because obviously a lot of things is customer service based, even if you're doing right. Is there uh, any skills that you can share? What, when talking to a celeb? Well, yeah, celeb or just a normal... Well, let's just put it this way. When I met the person, they are like up there with the most famous person people in the world and I literally had to just act like they're a normal person because imagine being that person and you just get people who I don't know how to act you don't know how to act so I had to just be like not fangirl <laughs> and just was this person royalty? no 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 uh, music royalty yeah royalty. yeah um, the Lady Gaga or Beyonce or something like that 
N- nearly, <laughs> nearly the latter, I but not know. quite. I don't know who, who's, anyone else. Who, yeah, you do. <laughs> who, who's, who's the uh, Beyonce's like rival? Anyway, no, let's look. No, 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 I think I saw in a movie the other day, she wasn't a very good actress, it's, it's the stripper girl. Who? No. Beyonce's rival. Who's, <laughs> I don't know who, I don't know, well that's what I mean. I anyway. I don't think it was supposed to be a secret, but I don't know, I got a bit, I wasn't Did sure if I was... Did you Yeah. Oh, well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is a secret, I'll just help you. <laughs> Um, it was it was great. Um, I don't know if, if you've been to Berlin, but it's a really amazing city. I definitely got partied too much. Mm-hmm. Part of why I left. <laughs> um, but it has the most amazing uh, queer club scene, and okay. that's essentially what inspired uh, my brand at the beginning as well. So, okay. yeah, like slutty suits with fetish twist. That's okay. that's what it is, yeah. Your artwork's going to be very interesting yes. for, for my uh, for this episode. Yes, uh, it is, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that gave you inspiration. In comparison to cities, obviously, I usually do this with most people who lived overseas or what have you. London, Berlin. What's what's the pros? What's the cons? And what can London learn from Berlin? And what can Berlin learn from London? Um, gosh. Um, I guess what Berlin had, which I didn't realize when I first out, I was everyone used to call me like no chill lil, um, and that's because. <laughs> and I think what I realized there was like everything is just this really slower pace of life, but not just in like a really nice way, and just you just you don't realize how hectic London is. Um, so. But they're organized. Yeah, they're organised, but they're like just chill. They have like a work work life balance. They, you know, everything's organised. So this is work. Yes. They... <laughs> yes. You turn on time. I heard about that. You yeah. turn up on time. You don't turn up late. Uh-huh. You leave on time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I would say that's what in London could learn from Berlin. Um, what could Berlin learn from London? Um... <laughs> Oh, hey. well, okay. <laughs> once. Okay, this is like the one time. <laughs> I'm not. Oh well, this is not the appropriate time to say it. But I mean, I'm not. I'm not a fan of football, so you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Um. Um. God, do I sound like I'm definitely on the still on the Berlin side, aren't I? Um, <laughs> That's the case because you've got good memories. Five years of yeah. Party, yeah. No chill, Neil. Yeah. And is that, that's your official nickname? <laughs> I might put that on. Here, <laughs> here, no, no chill, Neil. Life is life in Germany. Okay. So, what's the impact you want to have on the world? Gosh, these are big questions, eh? Serious podcast. Um, I guess, I mean, I guess part of my brand is about uh, upcycling, so it's sustainability, um, so that's a big thing. Um, I think we all need to really change how we um, shop, um, not buying um, high street fast fashion, um, 
and yeah like you know whether it's mending your clothes getting them upcycled fixed um buying less like just consumerism all these things and uh it's what i'm striving uh, uh with with the brand and whether it's you know just whether you know whether i the brand exists forever or whatever whether but for me as a person you know personally just to always stick by that and uh um yeah whether that changes uh, professionally but to to try and impact with that i think that's a pretty big thing you've been a great guest thank you My last question to you is, yeah what would you say to your 16 year old self oh gosh um to to you're gonna you like to have fun but maybe sometimes have a little less fun <laughs> um, you're gonna be getting emails and texts after this episode <laughs> you like to have Oh gosh, not that, I don't know what you're talking about, not like that, you know what I mean, I, I, um, yeah, I enjoyed lots of aspects of life, uh, probably too much, and uh, probably fell off, you know, the straight and narrow slightly, so, but I'm back on. But you're happy. I've back to London, that put me on the straight and narrow, yeah. yeah. You're happy, and that's what life's about, living life, isn't it, when you're old, yeah. you'll think back to that, and your little smile will come in your face. <laughs> And your husband will think, what's she smiling about? Like, Don't worry, love. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so just remind us one more time, where can people find you? So, uh, either Instagram, lil-lapel. Um, yeah, that's probably best. And then through there, you can find all my links to my website and everything else. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for that, Lil. Thank you. And much appreciated, and we wish you well. We hope you liked that Taxi Chronicles interview. Don't forget to share and subscribe to get the latest episode. Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economies and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. Listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am British Standard Time.